Welcome to the Fencing Update. News, tips, and opinions on the Olympic sport of fencing. For fencers, by fencers, with Danny and Josh, we are two fencers from the Desert Fencing Academy. Together we have a combined 28 years of fencing experience. Alright, welcome to the uh, tournament food ideas. This is for those uh, those ideas for when you go to a tournament and you need food to keep up your stamina, your mental speed, and clarity. When I go to a tournament, one of the last things on my mind is food. I'm usually thinking about keeping my form, keeping a calm yet assertive mentality, and wondering who I might be bouting against. But also when I'm when I go to tournaments, besides food, I'm trying to remember if I brought everything. Did I bring my weapons? Did I bring my my tools? Did I bring my uh, spare parts like screws and springs? Did I bring my shoes? So. You know, there's so many things I gotta remember before I bring food. Of course, food is one of the most important things to bring. So don't forget to bring your food. Exactly. It's like bringing a race car to a race and forgetting to bring gasoline for it. You end up not being able to go anywhere or do anything. You may have with a little bit of fuel left as a reserve in your tank, but I guarantee you, when you get through your first DE, you're not gonna have a whole lot left. Yeah, I think even if you begin your first DE and you haven't had anything in your system since breakfast. You're going to be hurting. Back when I was still single, I used to bring uh, a loaf of Hawaiian bread. And I, I remember uh, Danny would do that too. We tried that out. And that worked pretty well because it had a lot of sugar in it, a lot of carbohydrates. It really kept your energy up. But even before that, when I was a, a little kid, when I just started fencing, my coach, she still does this to this day, brings Pop-Tarts to the tournaments, and, and I thought, okay, my coach brings Pop-Tarts, i got to bring Pop-Tarts, so found out the hard way, that was not for me, even though it's for her, it works for her great, it doesn't work for me, so I had to try some new things. Yeah, he's keeping a consideration, too, just because uh, a particular food will work with uh, somebody else's diet doesn't necessarily mean it'll provide you with the necessary energy or longevity to keep going as defense as hard as you'd particularly like in any given tournament. So yeah, take this in consideration that, of course, all this has to do with your particular body chemistry, but these are some ideas that hopefully will help you in your tournaments. Also, before I had the Hawaiian bread, I, I would also, I also tried out bringing energy bars, you know, like cliff bars or anything like that. And that seemed to be okay, but, you know, it's like astronaut food and uh, it's not very lively. Now, since I've been married and, and my wife is Japanese, I've uh, been eating a lot of rice at the tournaments, but not just a bowl of rice. It's It was a kind of a rice ball wrapped in seaweed, paired with salt and other flavors. Don't forget the importance of salt in your diet, especially when you're doing hard physical activity. Your body needs to have its salt reservoir replenished. Yeah, with all that sweating, you're sweating out more than just water. That's uh, what this is great for, is, is with this rice ball prepared with seaweed and salt, it replaces the salts that you lose in your sweating, just like Danny mentioned. And the rice is very good because it's a complex carbohydrate 
which will provide a longer lasting energy source than sugar, which is um, basically a simplified starch. So you have the complex carbohydrate, which takes longer to break down, but also provides a longer lasting source of energy. And it's a very light meal, so it doesn't really weigh you down. It's not like having a steak or some, some mutton. So uh, you won't feel like you had a brick in your belly. Um, the name of this rice ball in Japanese is onigiri. And in English, it's spelled O-N-I-G-I-R-I. Um, you don't really need to have a Japanese wife to have this great energy source. It helps. Yes, it does help, but it's not necessary. I have added links to our site, uh, www.fencingupdate.blogspot.com. It'll help you to put this recipe together. Well, it's got the recipes on there in, in several different ways. And not necessarily the way my wife does it, but they're still effective. So, Danny, you've had, uh, you've tried my wife's onigiri. What, what do you think so far? Oh, well, you know, basically what I find is that in the long run, instead of just having this empty, dehydrated feeling in my, just having your body just completely drained of energy, it, it does provide you with almost a little bit of a reserve. So that way, you, it, when you need to have that extra push in your final DE, you you have that reserve energy. You have that there to call upon, so that way you can fence at that full throttle fencing, as opposed to starting to have your body wear down and start to become mentally unaware and open to basic silly mistakes. Yeah, exactly. I found that out the hard way. So uh, when I didn't meet properly, or if I didn't even drink enough water, that's a whole other story. But, yeah, it's uh, always yeah. bad <laughs> when you're in a fencing tournament and you find yourself. Uh, all of a sudden, you stop sweating. That's that's a pretty bad sign that you're near dehydration. So get some fluids in your system. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, don't forget when you eat for a tournament, you also gotta drink plenty of water. And that's my idea for the uh, tournament food. If you have any comments about any food that you've had for tournaments, anything that works for you, uh, make a comment at www.fencingupdate.blogspot.com and uh, let us know. Because, hey, when you're fencing hard, who doesn't like to eat? Thanks for listening.